What is going on, everybody, and welcome back to the show with me, Connor Warman. I've got a great show for you guys today. I'm really excited to dive into it. Super cool story. Great conversation. But first, I just wanted to remind you guys that you can go find us on Instagram, Up Before You Won, Facebook, Up Before You Won, and now Twitter, Up Before You Won. So go check us out on that. Give us a like. You can stay up to date with all our latest content, what we're doing, the guests we're having on the show, other things we're doing. We got some really cool stuff coming up, so I'm excited for you guys to go check that out. Also, please go like us on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and a review if you have been a long-time listener of the show. I really appreciate the feedback, good or bad. Thank you for that. And you can also find us on Spotify or basically wherever else that you get your podcasts. Okay. Today, I bring Juan Mata back onto the show. Juan was a guest way back in the beginning, in 2017, and he's kind of kicking off this new segment that I'm kind of introducing here, which is Up Before You Legends, legends of the podcast, people who were there from the beginning, people who have helped me build this thing to this point, and I'm just going back. We're checking in, we're seeing where they've been up to since then, which is really cool. Three years since we did this first one. If you want to, you can go back. I think it's like episode four or five. But um, me and Juan, we talk about he launched a company, Work WRK Gear, which is super cool. It's lifestyle performance uh, apparel for um, people, woodworkers, carpenters, which is super cool. Um, something that hasn't really been done. Um, really cool, comfortable stuff for them to wear. While they're working, just give them all day comfort, which is super cool. We really dive into that. Dive into entrepreneurship, him taking the leap into this whole thing, why he decided to do it, uh, what drove him into this whole thing, and it's just a really cool conversation. We talk a little bit about fitness, but keep it more on the side of you know building a brand, building a tribe, a community of people, and kind of uniting them bringing them together and ultimately serving them as the goal and the purpose. So I really hope you guys enjoy this. I'm going to be bringing you guys a bunch of these episodes coming up. Um, This was just the first one here with Johnny. So I hope you guys enjoy this and have a great day. Let's get on with the show. Thanks a lot for being here. Coming back. Dude, thanks for having me. This is fun. It was like one week ago. We yeah. We, I, did we were, did we have the same clothes on? Probably. I wear the sweatshirt and pants a lot. <laughs> I have like three outfits. So. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember the first time you were on here? Yeah. Do you remember what the date was? Or close to the date? I feel like it had to be summer. It was summer. And Do you remember was, the year? It was uh, three years ago. It was 2018. So no, 2017. Yeah, 2017. I don't know why I had 2018 written down. Yeah. June 20th, 2017. Yep. And I had talked. I, I do remember at the time I was uh, exploring different lions Yeah. to get tattooed. That was then? That was then. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that feels like a long time ago when yeah. you say that. Yeah. So what have you been up to since then? A lot. I don't <laughs> like know. Let's not, let's, not try and, let's not try and cover all three years. <laughs> I mean, Layton would have been, she was like, six months old that's crazy really well if it was three years ago she was a year so she just turned four that's why jeez and we had just moved here i think yep and we would have because we were here just one year before you guys moved here yeah so and then ever since we got here everybody's leaving 
Yeah, everyone's gone. They're all afraid. Oh, they're not gone. They're all afraid. (laughs) Afraid of what? (laughs) Just (laughs) brash manliness, (laughs) always. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I think that is true. So you're wearing some, you got some gear on right now. I do. What is that? It's one of my companies. What What is the company uh, called? So I, um, so I founded a company called Work Gear, W-R-K Gear. Um, the whole idea behind the brand is to give a tribe to people who have an identity and a reputation of doer or maker, right? So um, I've always kind of been... Uh, I was 14, probably the first time I did anything, like built anything for myself. It was when I was 14 years old. I built a balcony off of my, uh, uh, the house I grew up in. With who? Um, Yourself? Myself, myself largely. Okay. Um, My brother may have helped a little bit. Okay. (laughs) Um, But I built a balcony um, with just basic tools. Um, That was probably the first time I used like a circular saw. Um, And then Aaron and I, this is our... Uh, this is our one, two, three. This is our fourth home. And in every home, um, the first two homes, anything we did was just me and Aaron. So I would do a lot of the work myself. Um, I got pretty good at renovating bathrooms. I don't need to detail everything. Yeah. My point is is that I, um, July of 2019, I was building a staircase off the back of our current house. And I was getting baked by the sun. Kids had soccer. Um, And aside from just like interruptions, I just knew I was getting fried by the sun. And I kind of just thought to myself, there has to be some sort of thing I could wear. I don't want to wear sunscreen. I like being shirtless. Yeah. But not a good combination unless you you love getting just completely fried, right? Like sunburned. Yeah. And I thought there's got to be something, right, that I could wear. It could be functional. Um, but wouldn't it be cool if it was something that when I showed up to the kids soccer, somebody said, Hey, what were you working on? And that, that was it, right? It was just like, um, it wasn't too complicated. I kind of just started to sketch out this idea of the, of the logo of WRK. Um, I started to play around with like performance, what performance gear, performance improvement. And I, I landed on performance home improvement. Okay. Um, that's going to change probably. I have not really talked to anybody about that yet. It says it in my field notes in front of me. Um, it <laughs> changed I, to what? Just, what? just more work, general work performance gear. Okay. Yeah. We're going to drop the home improvement. All right. I think, um, cause you know, we've been able to, so my, my, my background and my, my job job is in design. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. so, uh, one of the things that I've been able to do with this company and then other things is you kind of explore people who are extreme users. I think we've talked about this a little bit before yeah, okay. and, and I'm a visual person, but if I drew a bell curve and I drew one end, this uh, one, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I drew one end and one extreme and on the other end, it's the complete opposite. Yeah. Okay. So if I think about it from like Aaron's perspective, so for people listening, Aaron's my wife. Yep. Um, Aaron is a, was, it was a CrossFit coach is still, does still, teach CrossFit to people, um, but is really specialized in pre and postnatal fitness, right? And she's starting to grow a little company for herself. We were talking about this the other night and I said, look at if you get, if you can empathize, meaning soak up experiences with people who are obese and have no interest in exercising, 
or are people that go to the gym two times a day. They're both extremes. Yeah. One person is obsessively exercising, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And the other person is not at all. Yep. They can usually tell you something like why they do it. Like why does the one person not want to exercise at all? And why does the other person want to exercise twice? Mm-hmm. They're, they're usually pretty good at communicating why they're doing things. With, with, with work gear, what happened was well, I launched the company and right away there's this sub segment of woodworkers. Yeah. Now your uncle would never probably say I'm a woodworker. <laughs> no, right? he definitely wouldn't. He would never, <laughs> but I guarantee you yeah. woodworking is like the gateway drug into like carpentry. Like if you learn how to make something small with wood, so like if you learn to make a cornhole board or if you learn to make a plyo box or if you mm-hmm. learn to glue up a cutting board, right? All those things are some sort of mechanical attachment to each other, right? So I ended up, um, the the products that I make are, it's an apparel brand, right? Largely. I mean, we don't do anything yet. I mean, I have some ideas but um uh we everything right now is a is an apparel product and it takes the idea of like athleisure wear so think lululemon yeah nike dry fit under armor and it introduces it via that brand uh for that tribe uh into like that prosumer so it's it's somebody like no different than us. Like we've got pretty significant investments in CrossFit equipment in our garages. We're not yeah. professional CrossFitters, right? Yeah, not even close. No, um, <laughs> I tried. It was really bad. <laughs> um, uh, you could have actually, because you got into it early. Yeah, it, it, well, it was like, like if it was you were there in like '09, you maybe you could have. But then, yeah, I'm not going to discredit anybody that was there. I am because it was kind of like you could just not go. discredit. But you yeah. would win. It was like a backyard barbecue, right. and but you, you just, just got to be a part of it. Yeah, and you get your ass kicked. I mean, not discredit, but I mean, I guess just there's an asterisk. Right. So <laughs> compared to like 2019, compared to now, <laughs> right? So um, it's been really fun. Uh, we we've I've been able to design a couple of products that are functionally really good at doing what we need to do. Uh, for people who are working all day, yeah, the stuff stretches, right? It's four-way stretch. It's anti-stink. It keeps you safe from the sun. Yeah. You don't need the sales pitch, right? Yeah. I think one of the coolest things is like we introduced gators. Gators are a typical like like fishers where uh, anglers wear gators yeah. right out mm-hmm. on the water. Mm-hmm. And I always like the idea of wearing a gator in a shop, right? You keep it around your neck, and when you get on a table saw or a router table, dust is gonna fly. You just pull it up, right? Yeah. So it gives you a little bit of this was before COVID, right? And it was like the whole idea when PPE was just something for people who actually did stuff that was like, if you were exposed to something yeah, for yeah. a very long time, it is actually dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, so I think uh, it, it's th- we've done some really cool things. A lot of like my sleeve designs are tapered sleeves to keep sawdust. There's nothing worse than getting sawdust all over your skin. Yeah. And so we've had it. We we launched January one. Um, we're January first, really? Yeah. I talked to you and your dad about it, if you recall, at uh, a Christmas party. Which Christmas party? Kepler's. The cookie exchange last oh, year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Um, I remember now. So, um, and it's been great. I mean, we're starting to get one of the initial uh, goals. For, well, I was way into micro goal setting. Okay. So, the, the first idea was, like, just get 100 customers. Well, actually, that wasn't the first idea. The first idea was, like, just sell $1,000 worth of stuff to people. Yeah. And I was pretty good about, like, I didn't want to sell it to anybody I knew. 
Because at some point, like people you know, it's a really weird thing when people you know and you trust, and they're like, "I'll buy it from you," and you, you're like, "I don't know if I want to." And it's not, yeah. it's not like you don't want to sell it to yeah. people, but you're kind of like, "Wait, you're my friend. This is weird." Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it, it, um, that just shows you I do have a conscience. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it. I, so I told myself I want to sell a thousand dollars, and then it was like I just want to sell two thousand dollars. Yeah. And then once the re- that revenue started, I was just like, well, that's just, don't do that, right? Yeah. Let's just you try play that game all day. Like, let's just let's just get a hundred true fans. Mm-hmm. Just find a hundred people that will be your true fans, and then we celebrated that. That happened in April or May. How do you measure that? A hundred true fans. Yeah. It was a hundred people that were unique customers. Okay. That I had not known, did not know they existed as humans. Okay. Before they bought the brand. Is it like all different kinds of people or what is it oh, like? Oh yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's like amazing. Just, like, are there like any like hardcore carpenters that like yep. it? Yeah. Yep. Pedro was wearing it today. Yep. Um, he liked it. Oh, it was the coolest. Your dad's thing was like the coolest thing. Yeah. Like I, I candidly think your dad was being a friend yeah. the first time. Like, I wrote the check. Uh, yep. I know. I framed it. <laughs> um, and, uh, and I, and I may, and not to discredit your dad, your dad's a great friend. Right. Yeah. And I think he was trying to say like, Hey, okay, I'll, I'll support you. Yeah. And what was so cool though, is I'd be in the neighborhood and I'd see the guys and they would be wearing it. And yeah. then they'd be like, dude, this is the best thing I've ever worn. So like, I think when you introduce something that fits right, and can move with you, I mean, carpenters are getting, you get into weird positions. Yeah. They sweat all day long. Right. Or not. Or they're cold all day long, depending upon the environment. Yep. Um, and so I think it's 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 intended to be very functional. Right. Um, but then your dad, you know, your, your, the company just ordered more because the guys were asking. for it. Yeah. They like it awesome. a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's great. So, no. I And the other thing, too, is like I joke a lot about how I don't most of the people we know in our life have they met they meet Aaron first. Why is that? Well, Aaron tends to be a little bit more socially outgoing than I am. Um, I'm socially outgoing once I know somebody, um, but I'm not necessarily going to be the first person to be like, hey, how, how are you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I think, we, but through work gear, I've actually made a couple of like good buddy. Like, like, I mean, I was just texting two of them on the way over here. Really? Yeah. Are they all over the place, or where are they at? These like, two specific guys, like one guy's in North Carolina and one guy's in Connecticut. So you have people all over the country. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got. I'm trying to think what states I don't have customers in. Hawaii, maybe. No, I've got customers in Hawaii. Oh wow. Yeah, <laughs> I don't in Alaska. I've never shipped to Alaska. Okay. Um, the whole West Coast, top to bottom, got people in. I know I'm in Idaho. I know I'm in Utah, Montana. I don't know about the Dakotas. Lots of Texas, good amount of Ohio, South Carolina, Florida. Jeez, everywhere. The whole coast, yeah. the whole East Coast. Ironically, not a lot in Illinois. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So when you first got serious, like when did you, when did you first get serious about this or decide that you wanted to make this happen? Um, you know, I'd always been around. I'd been I'd been fortunate enough to find. My, I'm a pretty curious human. I like to be. I like to do things that connect my mind to my hands. And I like to be busy. Okay. And it's not because I like don't like peace. I like I love peace and quiet. Um, and I love being left alone a lot of the time. Yeah. With my wife and kids, is like when I say be left alone, it's with them. <laughs> not um, not locked in the dark no, garage by no, yourself. <laughs> no. I, I mean I like my solitude in the yeah. mornings yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh-huh. Um, but 
I'd have, I'd had good fortune to be around a couple of startups yeah, and kind of just contribute a little bit and kind of have my own thoughts on what this was like and yep. what, what I would do and what I wouldn't do. And part of this was like, okay, it's your chance to try and prove that you can be an entrepreneur. And I don't know. I think, I think the minute that I had the artwork, like I hired somebody to do our, I, I, I had kind of initially created some like low fidelity. Did it art. look like that? It looked pretty close. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty it's, simple. It's super simple logo. Um, and then really once, okay. So then you LLC. Yep. And then you go, and then you got to get like a, you got to get a tax ID number and then you got to yeah. open up a bank account. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I had done those things before with other companies that, yeah. I, um, but this one, once I got into like web design and like had to like really try and I wasn't going to hire anybody to do that. Mm-hmm. So like it got, it was, so what happens is, is like, I'm pretty good at detaching myself from ideas. Like okay. my, my, my profession in design is to generate ideas. And a lot of times if you're not used to that, you take your ideas very personally. So if somebody attacks your ideas, you're, That's attacking, stupid. You. you're attacking me. And yeah. I, I, get, I got away from that a long time. So you don't right. feel that now with this? No. no. Why? What are you going to go into that? Uh, why, uh, why would you think? Yeah. Just cause it, it, it's not, I don't, um, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's just cause I've, I kind of think, I don't know if this is true. Um, but I've only given blood once. Okay. But I'd like to think that when I give my blood, new blood, well, it clearly does regenerate. Yeah. Right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. I, I have other analogies, but they're okay. way less appropriate. Than okay. Those, okay? <laughs> um, so I, 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 ideas, in my opinion, are like, look, at, I'm going to just get them all out of my brain. Like some of my best mentors were like, it's not it's, it, generating a lot of ideas by seeing patterns in the world is a wonderful thing. My curiosity leads me to finding a lot of different patterns and then trying to make sense of those patterns. And then if I have an idea, I just tell people it. Okay. Right. And they're like, I had this idea. I had this idea. I had this idea. I had this idea. Okay. And so, um, do you ever feel like that backfires where you're just always talking about ideas? Yeah. Well, that's part of it. And too. then if you don't do them, yep. you either, I don't know, people, at some point, you gotta yeah. kind of prove you to yourself. Do them, yeah. Eventually, yeah. I don't think it's any different than, you know, going back to you in thirty-three hours, yeah, of rowing. Like at some point, you gotta kind of tell yourself, well, like I gotta test my metal here, yeah. And you know, I, I might fall flat on my face. So the, this is goofy. I think when you when you start a brand and you have consumer validation or like product market fit and all that stuff, so like either product market fit or like viability of product. And then you have some validation that the concept works. However you want to quantify that, then you're, you're just an entrepreneur on a treadmill. And it, it, it's like every day you just can't pull that stupid little red tab that turns the treadmill off. Right. Yeah. Right. It's just yeah. it. It's uh-huh. it. And yeah, I think yeah. so like if you think about where where the brand is at today, I just can't let a day go by where I don't do something. It doesn't matter. I could be crawling on the treadmill. Right. 
Yeah. I mean, you could literally be like laying on the treadmill and like just put a hand up in 0.1 or 0.01 speed and like it'll be alive. Yeah. But I am at the point now and I don't I don't think this is arrogant or pompous in any way. I just think that entrepreneurship is about grit and endurance. Once you have market fit and proof of concept, then it's about there's other things that can kill your business, don't get me wrong. Right, right, but I think then COVID. It, yeah, <laughs> if you let it, <laughs> yeah. right. I, I but I, so, yeah. and then like, yeah. So I think that um, your question was like, when did I get serious? I think there was a number of different things that, from a timing perspective, lent itself towards saying I'm going to try and make this one work. And I think that if if this does work, if this all of a sudden does just become something of substance. I will say so much of it is a combination of incredible good luck. That's the number one thing. Mm -hmm. I got lucky with a lot of different things. I got lucky at that intersection. It's no different than meeting my, my wife, right? Like mm -hmm. we just got lucky. Yeah. Like we bumped into each other. Yeah. Right. Uh -huh. And I'm not going to pretend that it's anything other than that. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I would say all those kind of outside external forces aligning yep. by luck um, I do believe that like a lot, there's a saying like luck is a byproduct of great design. Yeah. I, you know, I don't disagree with that. Uh, but then I also think that it will also just be accredited to like just grit and endurance and determination. And then I, and not like, not like stubborn in any mm -hmm. way, but like, look at, I'm, I pay attention to my customers. I try and delight my customers. Yeah. It's a personal thing. Now I will detach myself personally from like, if somebody says, Hey, this is a stupid idea. <laughs> great. Yeah. You're I, I would love to know why. Now, what if a good friend said that to you? I don't know why they would. They probably wouldn't be a good friend. No, they, Maybe. they might be the best friend. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah. That they might be honest enough to be like, dude, that's stupid. I don't get that, it. But that doesn't affect you? No. It, yeah, it probably does the opposite. It's probably more like, okay, I'm going to now have to, now unfortunately, I have to prove you wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, but, but going back to what you said, I always use, like, the analogy, like, in terms of entrepreneurship. I always go back to, like, Rocky, you know, and, like, in the movies where he's just, like, usually just, like, getting beat down, beat yeah. down. Then he just, like, always gets back up. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, know, if like, that, I don't yeah. know if it works like that, really. Why? Well, like, did you ever see his face? Yeah, but he, like, wins in the end. That's what I'm trying <laughs> to say. You know, like, like I, I read a lot, a lot of like people who, like, entrepreneurs and, like, yeah. people who, like, end up, like, like Phil Knight from Nike just read his book. And, like, he hung in there for, like, 20 years, like, not making anything, like, always being stressed out, always worrying about how he was going to pay this guy and this guy, and just kept getting on a bigger scale. And then eventually he just, you know, he's one of the richest people in the world. You know, he's one of the most recognizable brands in the world, more importantly. Yeah, I mean, timing of brands and timing yeah. of, like, solutions for users, it doesn't always immediately just take off. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of times, like the Nike thing, like if anybody, if you didn't read Shoe Dog. Have you read Shoe Dog? I have not. Okay. Um, <laughs> I <thought you> <laughs> uh, but I know the book. Yeah. It's um, a good book. But if, if you didn't know that, you, nobody knows, like, I mean, some people, I think there was a movie about Nike. There was? The runner, Prefontaine, Oregon, the shoe. He gave him the key, gave the kid the shoe, I think. I don't remember. I don't know what you're talking but about. But anyway, um, uh, <laughs> I, I so I do think that there's a component of what you're saying. Like I told Aaron that I don't think we can make a determination on if War Gear is a success or a failure until minimum two years, at least, right? Right. 
So like the first two years, it's almost like this, like it's just massive experiment. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Right. And you have this whole nonsense that's going on right now, yep. which is, I mean, not an excuse, but just something that's a hurdle. Yeah, and I we've looked at COVID as nothing but opportunity. I would agree. There's so much opportunity it's, out there because of what's going on. It's great. And yeah. I, I mean, I think, you know, all, there's so many things that we both share mindset-wise mm-hmm. that could just be categorized as cliche, mm-hmm. right? But, um, like, you either learn to fight or you learn to quit. Yeah. And you teach yourself that every day. And And we've had, you know, I've got good life examples that have taught me that like real life examples that have taught me that. Right. Yeah. Um, or, or, so I just think that, um, COVID is just one of those things. It's like anything else. It's a, it's, it, it's a real thing. Yep. But if you're going to let it stop you, like I will not buy fear. We talk about this all the time. Like our world loves to sell fear. Yeah. Like too many people are using the situation as an out. hundred percent. Or like even like you just read the media and it, it's cool to be the guy who's oh, like yeah. down on his luck because of this. And you can either be that guy or you can be the guy who's like, okay, look, I, this is bad, but like there's all these opportunities out yeah, there. Yeah, and my heart definitely hurts for like I was picking up something. I was picking up my yeah. stupid Christmas cards from Walgreens. <laughs> and uh, and yeah. I saw a dad with a little one. And I'm profiling. Yep. But based on the aesthetic and the appearance and the whole kind of the timing of the day, the vehicle, yep. you know, stuff that we're told in the modern era you shouldn't do. Yeah. But like I've got heuristics. My brain tells me stories. I look at things. My cortex, pro- like all that stuff happens, right? I'm aware it's all happening. Yep. I'm aware there might be biases, but but it's it's real. Yeah. And I look at that and I think, and I, you know, you think to yourself, man, I really hope that person hasn't had something so tragic happen to his life that now he's having a hard time putting food on his yeah. table and, and a roof on, over the head of him and his kids. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's actually the, like the, the, I think the, the story for the year for us is that through it, you find the opportunity where I get frustrated is when people like a, or a government would tell you, you can't do things. Like we've said to people all the time, like people are like, well, we're going to be told we can't do Halloween. And I'm like, what do you mean you can't do Halloween? Yeah. Like you would have to voluntarily agree that you won't go outside and you won't go trick-or-treating. There's a law yeah. that you can't have Halloween. Yeah. Right? I mean, I think the tree lighting. We, you know, In this little town, we do that tree lighting. Yep. They said it's going to be virtual. Like, there's nothing that you – know, it's not like a fake tree. It's yeah. a real tree. It's got real lights on it. Just walk downtown. Yeah. And it's not virtual; it's real. Yeah. You just watch it. Yeah. You just, so, and I'm not. So I don't. I, 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 I'm not trying to be disrespectful, mm-hmm. and I, I certainly respect people who view this the other way. Yeah. We've we've always said that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure there's a circumstance or three or ten that I'm not thinking about. Where, For sure. Where yeah. somebody took it and took it hard, and they're in a big world of hurt right and uh i'm not trying to say like that they've done that on purpose or they've chosen that because uh, i do think there are scenarios unfortunately where like government will get in the way of people's lives 
And so anyway, anyway. well, no, I agree a hundred percent. I, I, I definitely agree. And I know like it definitely hurt, has hurt, has hurt a lot of people, but when you have a government that you're hurting and then they tell you, you can't go to, you can't do this, you can't go to work and then you just get buried. And then it's, they're not even letting, let you make the decision of, I want to fight and I want to go on. Yeah. They're like rely on me. It's like rely on you for what? Yeah, you don't, you I mean, don't do boy, I'm glad we don't live in New York or California. <laughs> yeah, that's rough, right? Yeah, I mean, and as messed up as the state of Illinois is, and I don't, I'm, you know, I, I'm not a political person by any means, but I do not like the governor of Illinois. Yeah, um, but I do. I think one of the things that's wrong with modern day all this stuff is that we don't. Everybody's just too allegiant to a line, and. So I think you got to give people the credit when they when credits due. I think I think there's some things our governor has done that are not bad. Yeah. So anyway, we're probably not live on Facebook anymore. We probably just got censored. Oh, we talked about politics. <laughs> oh, you censored us. No, probably. Oh, by I the don't way, know. okay. Well, if you haven't censored us yet, this is called freedom of speech. Yeah. And so the interesting thing about freedom of speech is that what it means is you can say stuff, but. But and if it doesn't go along with what the person who Agreed is in charge with. of that, that doesn't mean we violated it, right? You're still allowed to say it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's unfortunately going away too. But anyway, back to work gear. So you kept mentioning the words like tribe and community. Was that something right away that you're like, I want to yeah. above all else, above like selling apparel and yeah. making money, like I want to build a tribe. Yeah. I mean that was number one. Yeah, so that part, should be number part one. of um, part of my background with design is like there's different forms of design strategy, and it, we, I won't get into the different forms, but it, there's an intersection in entrepreneurship, and there's a thing called we talked. I think we talked about this a little bit. There's a thing. What was that? Probably Facebook. <laughs> there's a thing called. <laughs> there's a thing called. Uh, we used we used red and blue words. We're in trouble. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> There's a thing called uh, a, a business model canvas, and it's yep. it it's it's modern entrepreneurship, lean startup methodology, right? And when I started the company, I sat down and I just looked at a business model canvas. It's eleven channels. The number one thing I think that all businesses should care about is their value proposition. And then, do you understand your users? And so, if you have a value proposition that appeals to users, you typically can have product market fit. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so for me, it was all about uh, this is a tribe that I felt was underserved. It already existed. The tri- the tribe exists. Yep. There's, I mean, from a DIY or a woodworking to a to a, I don't care if you do it as a hobby or if you do it for some money or if you do it for full money. Yep. It's a lot of people doing it, right? Mm-hmm. And I just felt like it was a tribe that there was nothing in the sphere of a brand that brought it to life. And again, we think about like identity is a story I tell myself about myself. Reputation is the story that somebody else tells about you. Yeah. So, you know, you're, you as the founder of up before you Mm -hmm. are, have a story about yourself. Yeah. And then if, if you're somebody in the neighborhood here or somebody in Colorado says, Hey, have you met Connor Warman? And they say, no, and then they say, well, they say good. but the, whatever <laughs> yeah, they yeah, say, yeah. then that's your yeah. reputation. Yep. And so I looked at the segment and I said, look at the, these people have an identity. Mm-hmm. And in most instances, they have the reputation also. Right. 
so, but can I help that further? And so I, it was all about just serve. It's not, you know, we've, it's not, it's not building it. It's serving it. Like, can I serve the tribe? Yeah. Can I serve that community in a way that makes them one known, feel good about their identity, right? Further accelerate their hard earned reputation. Um, I mean, your, your family's a bunch of carpenters. Like, look at how hard they were. Yeah, yeah. That's a hard-earned reputation. Yep. Um, and then, what was it? And then, and then actually deliver something functional, right? So, like, it's could you delight them just repeatedly and repeatedly and repeatedly? And so it's, you know, the other thing, too, from, like, a, a, a revenue and profit perspective, I mean, we're in such an infancy stage that, I mean, every dollar that comes into the business feeds the business, I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, Aaron's analogy often is, is it's like a baby, right? Like, yeah. we, like we have to spend our money to feed it, change mm-hmm. it, keep it alive. Right. It can't yep. really walk on its own. Right. Right. <laughs> um, and it just kind of, it, it consumes a lot. Right. But yeah, it's all about tribe and community and serving it. Do you ever think about like bringing this community together and this tribe together? Yeah. Like you're kind of, do you ever feel like proud of doing that? Yeah. Bringing people together. Yeah. Uniting people. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very positive community. Yeah. Um, what would be an example of a negative community, do you think? Next door? Yeah. <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> um, um, I mean, if you want to go like where you can generally feel happy communities thriving in the modern era, besides like, I think COVID's taught us like where you live like the actual in real life community is really ma- is, is really important. Yeah, well, yeah, I would agree for sure. Um, I mean, CrossFit gyms have, in, I mean, they've they've long known the power of community yeah. better than anybody. Um, but I think the, the 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 tribe, and to be again to be super clear, like this tribe existed before Work Gear showed up, right? We they welcomed us, and we've delivered something of value and we've become friends right and we've, we've done really like so when you say like do you ever want to get it together yeah i mean we at some point i, I don't know what it looks like but i mean some sort of meetup or I, I i don't even know like yeah we'll all get together and build something cool i mean i mentioned to a couple of people before like man wouldn't it be cool if we picked like a family in need yeah. Because all of us are so good at different components of making things, and we all showed up and we built them something, built yeah. them a house, right? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> um, for sure, it'd be super cool. Yeah, but I also think like this, just the power of social media allows you to do that without even like really actually physically bringing people together. Yeah, bring people to the page and they see other people and they're like, oh wow, that's cool, or like yep. that person's cool, or maybe like that person lives by me. Like maybe I'll reach yep. out. And be like, hey, there's a lot of that. That's super cool. Yep. And I don't, there's, I think that was happening before that, that, yeah. that was, um, but you give them like one place that they go to and they see it. Yeah. All, trying to kind of, yep. In a way we're trying to, um, one of the things that we did early on was, um, like, uh, there was a well-known thing in the community on Instagram called meet the maker. That's what you were doing. Well, they, that, that existed. Oh, in Instagram. In yeah. General? But it was really like sporadic. Like somebody okay. would build something cool or make something cool. Um, and then all of a sudden, you they would just like ra- randomly generate a post around like meet the maker, mm-hmm. and I and nothing nothing was wrong with it, but I felt like there was it was like lacking like actual like human depth. Yeah. Okay. Like like what like when was the last like one of the questions like what do you do for fun? 
When was the last time you were scared? What are you most grateful for in life? So did you make those questions or were those? Those are questions from, um, there was, uh, there's a set of questions from some, I don't know. I have like, I have these like deck, like multiple decks of cards. Yeah. That we use as like little design warm up things with teams. Just to get you thinking. Yeah. And one of them was like love, like uh, 42 questions to make you fall in love. Okay. To be clear, like if you ask these forty-two <clears throat> questions, it doesn't, it doesn't, you don't default fall in love. You just with learn the a lot about. You just person. learn a lot about. The yeah, person. I've lo- I've looked up like lists like that before. Yeah. Um, and I just took the ones that I felt were, like some of them, like tell me about your favorite childhood memory. That's just hard, like yeah, because you'll 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 walk away from that table and you'll be like, oh, I should have said this, right. and then all these other memories. Will but come the back. fun thing, the not but but not but, and the fun thing is, is like. The two the two guys that I mentioned that I was texting with earlier while I was walking here, like, I, they like I sent them the things they they were honored to be a part of it, and the quite I couldn't even like put their actual responses in the actual caption like I had to put it in the comments section yeah because of how much they wrote, so like you find like this is my point like my my bet. <laughs> This is this is a tangent, and if Aaron's listening to this, she's gonna be like, "Dear God, he can't stay on task." <laughs> on task. Um, somebody asked me a while ago, like, "Well, what do you believe in?" And I said, "Batman." Why'd you say Batman? Well, because like Batman is like he's the protector of Gotham. Ash- well, and good. Yeah. Even though, like, you see, this could get. This is why I shouldn't have brought this up because, like, it can get like, yeah, but he does bad things. He doesn't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. We don't need to go right. down that rabbit so, hole. But like, I, I, um. For the greater good. He For does. the greater good. Exactly. And I just, I do believe yeah. uh, that, like, there is a greater side of humanity that not a lot of people get to see. Just in general? Yeah. All the time. Like, why Why don't you think we get to see it? Well, I think if, I think the, I think the erosion of humanity, and this is not, like, any, this is nothing, like, unique to me, but, I mean, I think all forms of social engagement are generally not healthy. Now we're going to meaning like on, on technology platforms. So not like face to face. No, I think face to face. Yeah. What we're doing, ironically, this is all going to share. Like you, you've got multiple things (laughs) broadcasting (laughs) over social media, but I mean like, yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? So I think that, I mean, we're dumbing down humanity. And, like, we don't get to know that there is a human behind the screen. Yeah. And, like, a lot of it's fake anyway. Like, when I was talking my daughter, my oldest daughter, I was telling her, like, you know, like, some of the TikTok people that you love, they're fake. Like, they don't have jets. It's a, it's a prop scene. Yeah. It's like, an, it's like a movie set, right? Yep. It's all fake. And so, like, you don't, like, the, the, the opposite of that is asking people superhuman questions and them taking a picture of them in their workshop with their wife and their kids yeah, or their husband and their kids, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's awesome. And you get to learn stuff about people. You're like, holy crap. Like, you're an immigrant. You're a first-generation immigrant, and you're making it in the state of California. That has to be really hard. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And so then you're like, wow. And then hopefully other people that are in the tribe are reading this and they're like, holy crap, Thelma is an amazing human. I knew she was a good woodworker. I knew she was a good maker. I knew she was super nice. She's always generous. I didn't know that. Yeah. 
right? Or Omar, right? But isn't that isn't that an argument for why social in those kind of platforms bring us together? Great. Yeah. Yeah. Parts. In that instance, if good it's and being bad. used. Yeah. No, right. If it was if it's only being harnessed for the good. Yeah. Hundred percent. It's the blessing and the curse. I always hear that thrown around. It it yeah. That's that's fair. I, and I, well, I think it's then it's an it's a it's a self agency thing that can I regulate that? Mm-hmm. So like I as the owner of this, can I regulate that via my ownership of the channel on Instagram? Yes, yeah. I can. Can I also be aware that I don't like a lot of other stuff with social media? So I don't have next door. I I don't have, although I, I do for my wood shop. I don't for I don't have Facebook. I've never had Facebook. <laughs> but this is this is off topic but in terms of social media do you think the benefits outweigh the cost do you think more lives have been improved from social media do you think more lives have been ruined and destroyed from oh, social probably, media probably ruined and destroyed right because of what you said you get too caught up in it yeah I mean like, if you let it consume you it's going to consume you and destroy you dude it's designed to we know that it literally is yeah it's, I mean I've been on Instagram on long enough to know that like when Instagram started if you went into Discover, it would only show you the three rows, right? Three by three. Yeah. Three three yep. rows, yeah, three yeah. columns. You get nine pictures. And then you had to actually actively click a load more. Mm-hmm. Now no, it's, it's just, just endless. endless. Yeah. That's crazy. It's totally nuts. It's just, yeah. And there's there's like a, some new documentary out about it. Yeah. Have you seen it? I haven't watched it. I haven't seen it either, but it's but, supposed to be all about how that's just, that they're trying to keep you on the app. Yeah. I mean, there, you make crazy. no mistake. I mean, the same form of design I practice, a yeah. lot of those, a lot of UX people practice that. User, What's UX? User experience. Oh. Or UI, user interface. Okay. Um, interaction. Um, it, it, their, their job is to, just and, and we don't know what's gonna happen. I mean, if a kid, look at it, like if I'm and I'm not gonna do it, but like if I'm and my daughter doesn't do this anymore, thankfully. But <laughs> if I'm on TikTok and I'm just going, yeah, over and over and over again, do you have any like that's like twenty thousand dopamine hits to the brain? I mean, ninety eight percent of our gen- genome matches a chimpanzee. It takes twenty five thousand years for evolutionary changes to manifest themselves. Like our brains can't process this thing at all. So what does that do? It's awful. I'm sure. Look what's happening. <laughs> what's gonna happen? Well, it's just gonna continue. Like people are. Everybody that wants to be heard, this is their microphone. I'm gonna yell into. That's this a small thing. microphone. You have it's, a tiny I'm, iPhone. It's, it's a it's a five. <laughs> That's awesome. It, it it this is a constraint. Yeah. I, there's so many things this thing can't do. Right, mm-hmm. and that's on purpose. Yeah, it doesn't even take like a good picture. No, those, yeah. Right, but it's okay because I don't look at through the picture thing. I actually use my eyeballs to like <laughs> look at my kids, and people are like, "Why don't you have pictures of your kids?" I'm like, "Cause I was looking at them." Yeah, you ever seen a crowd of people, <laughs> and you see how many phones are up? <laughs> it's like, what are you right. doing? Right. No, this is my phone is 100 percent an intentional constraint. Hmm. It works. Yeah. It, I can call people on it. I can text people on it. It crashes all the time. It's a total limiting factor. Yeah. And it's awesome. Yeah. I can't, I, like, like, it's great. So <clears throat> back to work gear. Is it, do you call it work or work gear? Work? 
probably I don't know. <laughs> no, I shouldn't say stuff like what? that. I mean, the, the formal <laughs> the formal company name is Work Gear LLC. Okay, but you just go under Work. I mean, well, gear. You I, yeah, have to put gear, right? Yeah, Work Gear. So where do you plan to go from here? Oh, twenty twenty one. I'm trying to do some like product innovations. Okay. So um, I've been talking to a couple of my like best best uh, like friends in the industry in yeah. in, the, in the tribe and then um, customers. Um, I definitely want to do some sort of a. I I personally have an obsession over like a shacket, like a shirt jacket. Okay. Um, what does that mean? It's just a beefier shirt, but not as thick as a jacket. Does it have a hood? No. Is it sleeveless? No. Could it be? If you want to cut the sleeves off of it. <laughs> um, but I, I like workwear. Workwear is starting to get kind of like improved. And, and it, the, the benefit of workwear, it's functional. Like smart workwear, it keeps you safe. It, it's durable. It's an investment that won't let you down typically. Um, but a lot of times it's super ugly. And it's gotten better. Like other companies have figured it out too. But um, a lot of the stuff sometimes, like the product innovation, is just kind of like what currently bothers me. Yeah. Right? Because if it bothers uh, you, it bothers someone else. Most thought. likely. Most likely. Yeah. And I, again, what it does is like if it bothers me or if I see a pattern, often a latent pattern, meaning like I've observed enough to realize like, hey, this is a – this is an observation I have for most people. They might not be aware of it. I also have that same problem. Mm-hmm. You build a prototype and you give it to a couple people and you say, what do you think? It's not complicated, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I want to make a shacket or like a shirt jacket. I get a lot of people asking for flannels. Okay. Is that something you want to get into? Or Well, yeah, it makes you wonder like, okay, well, so you don't just like explicitly say, you know, you say, thank you. I appreciate the feedback. And, um, I, but then I start to wonder, okay, what, why is everybody asking me for a flannel? Well, I don't like, is it because they're out in the cold? Right. Is it because they work in a garage shop is because their entire garage, no differently than we knucklehead CrossFitters have converted our entire garages to CrossFit gyms, which is awesome. They've converted their entire garages to workshops, workshops, shops. Yep. Like the size of your dad's. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you're you're out there at night because you're you, you have a full time job, yeah. And that's when your kids go to bed, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna go work because you're side hustling, yep. And you're cold, yeah. So then I think, well, okay, well, flannel, I get it. I don't I don't know if it's gonna work the best in a in a shop. There's got to be some other innovation I can come up with that will probably reward them a little bit better. And then pants. I, I do want to make a pant. I like like duck. What about like the big overall pants? No, coveralls. Yeah. It's funny. I was at Berlin's House of Tools doing a demo day for yeah, work Yeah, how was that? It was awesome. What were you doing? Just a, we call it a demo day. So what were you demoing? Just you, I literally have a tent and a little pop-up display, and I just put shirts. I just hang shirts. Oh, you weren't like doing a demonstration of something? No, I just stand there, and people oh. walk up, and they say, what is this? Um, Did a lot of people. I should have came. Yeah, you should. I should have brought whoever I was working with that day. It was awesome. Yeah, um, we did a show in February, so right like thirty days into launch, uh, up in Milwaukee. It was a three day show, and they were like, I think we did like three hundred dollars in sales over a three day period. Not bad. Uh, 
this was awesome. I mean, we, yeah. we, people were like, I've heard of you guys. Or yeah, like, that's what's cool. Yeah. That's what's really cool. Yeah. Was um, it Berlin's? It's called Berlin's. Berlin's. I always mess up the name. And if you like tools, you got to go to Berlin's House <laughs> Tools. And Spencer, the um, so the owner's Dwight. But I think Spencer's really Spencer is Dwight's son, and he's really the one running the place. <laughs> um, sorry, Dwight, if you're listening, I'm not trying to be mean. Um, but Dwight drives he drives a Tesla. It's sweet. Yeah, he looks like an old hippie. He's kind of he's got this cool beard and a ponytail. He's just kind of badass looking. He's like a carpenter guy. Or? Yeah, yeah. But Spence oh. knows his shit, and Spence was the one that um, I had gone in there to buy something. And I was mentioning a different company in the industry. And he said, oh, we know Michael, the owner of that company. And then he said something about work gear. And I'm like, oh, that's my, you know, that's my company. Yeah, yeah. So it was super cool to, like, yeah. it's not even a year. And, like, you had people knowing about it. Yeah, that is pretty cool. And then, like, conversion rate. Like, yeah. We kind of know, we know how many people we have to talk to to get somebody to be interested to buy and then we know enough to know how many people buy come back and buy more um and we really blew that away in person really mm -hmm. just because people get to meet you and talk to you or i mean i'd like to think that i don't know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> or just not. see the whatever i think maybe they just see and touch it yeah yeah would you ever want to get like into retail space yeah 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 i mean What's... it's a totally underserved like you know everybody i don't i'm not a fan of home depot I don't think anybody who actually like who's like a real they everybody yeah. everybody hates Home Depot. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but you get you, you mean people go. I mean, you, you guys go there. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. It's um, yeah. I mean, the big. I mean, the building trades industry in the United States. Uh, not the trades. I'm sorry. The the, just retailers like Home Depot, Lowe's, Menards. That is a $1.1 billion annual revenue stream. It's huge. Mm -hmm. um, What's the biggest one? Is it Home Depot? Home Depot. Maybe, you know what? I, I, I ruined that. I think Home Depot alone is $1.1 billion. Yeah, that sounds right. It's gigantic. Um, but, I, you know, I think that, yeah, we're the, the, the long play – all right, so if you think about CrossFit, right? CrossFit as an organization has its affiliates. Yep. They don't own them. Nope. Right? There's 15,000 of them, right? Yeah, at least. No. Well, they took a hit, but I think Like Ace Hardware, for instance. Ace Hardware is a, a big company. They have 5,000 stores. Most of them are, I think all of them, are franchise-owned. So yeah, they're, they're like affiliates, so. yep. if you will. Yeah. So, like, that's a great example of, like, we don't have to. We, we could create a relationship with Ace Parent. But we also have five thousand sales opportunities. So, like retail is something. I don't think we would. What we try and do when we build something, in my opinion, is is you you solve a problem for an extreme user, you delight them, you build that tribe, and then you unlock a key distribution channel that that tribe loves. So, like the next thing for us is like I'm I'm trying to. Berlin's was like, I'd love to get into Berlin's. That was an early ambition. Yeah. Through conversations with Spencer, it's like, this is, this does not fit in the store. Yeah. He's super honest. And he's right. Right. Like you, you have to display it the way I display it. You can't put it in a package the way it ships Yep. and just lay it flat. Nobody don't know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so like, but like a Rockler woodworking or a woodcraft, those are, those are places that I'm trying to, uh, 
get into at some point. Yeah. Um, Ace Hardware's some aces have really gotten big into like workwear sections. Okay, not ours. Not this one. I met with them. That's a bit not a good one. He was well. COVID hit. I was supposed to demo there in March with Big Green Egg. Where there's like no in the parking lot. Oh, I was gonna say like they're gonna go in there. They're gonna be like smoking stuff, and I was gonna be standing next to him smoking what? Meat. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, egg, pork, and like steak. That sounds good. Yeah. So um. But COVID canceled that. So, so you couldn't do, that. couldn't do that. Are there any like other brands? Like the only one that can come to mind is Carhartt. Yeah, there's all oh, I got competitors. I didn't know about them when but I started. But that you kind of envy, or when you started, you're like, I kind of want to be like them, or I took some things from them. No, no, no. You no, like- I think the one brand that I admire that's in a different uh, industry, but I, I, you know, look at I. Only in school do they tell you not to plagiarize, right? I'm not saying like you should steal people's ideas, but you can take them and shape them to your own. Do we steal like an, there's a great book called steal like an artist by Austin Cleon. Yeah. It's all about that. Right. And so I think like uh hook H U K the fishing company, like that, it's a great example of a company that they, those guys figured out, like, look at anglers are everywhere. And if somebody's dropping a hundred thousand dollars on a boat to open ocean fish, they probably would buy a premium lifestyle product yeah. that functionally does what they need it to do out on the water. And I could wear it to the bar at the end of the day. Right. And so I, I like that company a lot. That's a good, I think they, they took really big capital investment and they're, they're, you know, that's the other thing that gets hard is like you, you, the, the entrepreneur, the founder is kind of a slave to the, to the, to the growth of the brand and cares and cares deeply. And then you make these friendships and you care about those friendships. Yeah. And then you see it routinely where like big capital investment or big buying comes in, which is what the founder sometimes wants. And then it all kind of just like they're, they're, it's like the, I was listening to a Rogan podcast the other day where the CEO of um, whole Foods said like, look at everybody wants to support the underdog and then you get big enough and then everybody shits on you. It's true. Right. Happens, yeah. You just got tough skin. Yeah, because <laughs> everyone's just gonna tell you that you aren't you aren't how you used to be. You aren't. Oh how you yeah, started, it's yeah. Like, and as long as you know that, like you 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 were not immoral or unethical. Yeah, you're not Walmart. Yeah, you didn't break <laughs> your promise. Terrible, yeah. You didn't break promises with people you actually care about. Yeah, you know, things change. Yeah, so I'm gonna do a complete 180 spin here before we wrap up. What's your what's your fitness been like since I last we you were last on here in twenty seventeen? Um in twenty seventeen I was probably still I was probably in a kind of like a hybrid no, not a hybrid. You're doing like Marcus Philly back then. I was right? probably stuck between like I still want to show up with the guys and be one of the best. Like throw down, be able to throw down. Yeah. Oh uh, but I also want to try and make sure that I have longevity. And um, I think that I was able to step away enough to realize that, like, I still have a pretty significant competitive and asshole gene in me that, like, I it's it's me that when I show up, I have to regulate. I don't know. Maybe I'm not communicating this well. Like when you show up to like a like 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 on Saturday, I think we're having a bro down. Okay. Maybe I wasn't 
it's not for you. No, I know. <laughs> um, I know what it is. I think I know what it is. But I, singing, I think right? Chad knows about it. So yeah. that, this would be bad if he did. <laughs> Imagine if he was watching. Um, they would be not happy. But um, I, I, uh, like, I'll show up to that more joyful now. Just because you know you're there more just to have fun versus like I want to like throw down. Yeah, and, and like it's more fun to do that anyway. I think it is, but like it, no, like showing up and knowing that like Dave is at a level that he's at and Walls is at a level that he's at. Yeah, and then seeking to say at one point as a as an athlete, I was there. Yeah, close at times I could beat, mm-hmm. and now not. Yeah. Like I had, but just I, being okay with. I that. had to come to peace with that. Yep. So I think my fitness is really good right now. I'm not nearly as strong as I, you know, my my. Um, I don't tend to. I tend to have to be very quick with my workouts. Yeah. Um, not a bad thing. No. And walls has been super helpful with like. Dude, if you got to be quick, just choose intensity. Yeah. Remember. Yeah. Like always. Intensity always. Intensity always. Yeah. So I've been trying to do that, and we keep trying to spread it to people, like meaning like we still we we I mean we still believe in it still. I mean we're, we've asked for stuff for Christmas from Rogue, right? Yeah. We'll see if it ever shows up. Yeah. Who knows about that right now? <laughs> but I'm happy with my fitness right now. Yeah. I think the biggest thing that's changed in my life is I drink too much beer. Right now you're drinking yep. beer. Yep. <laughs> But I don't. I, I, I think you said that in 2017, though, too, that you were drinking too much beer. The street, you can't live on the street, and you can't live next to the, a Kepler. And <laughs> you can't. He's he's pretty tame. Yeah. Okay. Through the lens of COVID, I don't know about that. <laughs> he's the same old Kep in my in my book. He looks big. Big. He looks big. Strong big, not like fat big. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think he's been doing? Like uh, he looks like he's been bench pressing a ton. Maybe his pectorals are sublime. <laughs> Don't tell him he said that. You can listen to it. Yeah, you can just send him the clip. Yeah, like, hey, Cap, here you go. <laughs> is there anything? Do you have any sort of like fitness bucket list? Like, is there anything you want to do in fitness? No, not really, not anymore. Would you ever want to do some sort of long event, like a day long? You would never want to do that, just for the experience. I would do. I would do. Um, Day or week long, um, week long, not week long, weekend long, <laughs> day or weekend long, um, like tactical preparedness stuff. Okay, like fighting and guns. <laughs> I would do that. Okay, yeah, I would do that. But you would never want to do like a. Let's let's go for a twenty four hour period no. and just no, no. I unfortunately, I so the pillars I believe in are like the hierarchy is the most important thing is sleep. What about family? Well, no. So, like, I'm talking about to my... <laughs> I know, I know. So, I know. when you think about, like, the buckets yep. of life, right? Yeah. You have your family. You have your own health and wellness. You have your profession. And then you have your friendships. Right? So, you're diving into one of those buckets. Your health and wellness. Yeah, health and wellness. In that bucket. In that bucket, then the most important thing is sleep. Okay. Second thing is diet. And the last important thing is exercise. I think you could get awesome sleep, like nine, ten hours a night, and eat totally paleo, and you'd be in pretty good. With no exercise? With no exercise. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think people would be like, wow, you must exercise a lot. Like, nope. Nope. And I think you'd have pretty good longevity on your side. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, So I think as a dad, 
Um, I mean, and we choose, Aaron and I choose to do a lot of stuff. We're busy people. Like, and we make a lot of busy for ourselves. I know there will be a time where I get to sit down. That's why I like going on vacation with my wife and my kids. Because we leave and I, I don't, none of this stuff can come with me. I can't really do any of it. Yeah. Right? That's I, good. Right. So, like, we just focus on rejuvenation. But um, a lot of times we don't go to bed. We, we're still pretty early sleepers, but, like, we, we don't go to bed, like, 9, 30, 10. Um, it's kind of late. <laughs> right. And before work gear, before wood shop, yeah. I would probably fall asleep at like 830. Okay. And then Leighton wakes up at like 430, 450, 5 a.m. ready to go. Dude, I want whatever <laughs> she's got in her. That kiddo, love her. Just goes. She's just, she's just a, I, yeah. She's got so much energy and so much determination. She's. She will never be taken advantage of in her life. I will tell you that yeah. right now. None of my girls will. <laughs> Allison's the same way. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I pity the fool. <laughs> <laughs> and and if, if I don't pity him, I'll kill him. So. <laughs> All right, man. Well, this is fun. Thanks for coming back. I loved the uh, 3.30 a.m. text. Oh, no, that's 4.30. The 4.30 I think I text you at 4.30. Do you care if we go live? <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Well, because I, I was up at 3-whatever, 3, yeah. 3.30, and by then I've, I'm already, like, working out, getting towards the end of whatever so I'm doing. Thinking a lot. I'm thinking a lot. Yeah. So I'm just like, well, I'm going to send this now before I forget. Yeah, totally. The worst part about uh, my garage is it's not heated. Yeah. So I think a ton because all the – I mean, that's like flow state, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you're, you're, it's like meditation. I you're should keep a notepad out oh, there yeah. just to write stuff down. The pen will probably not work. Why? Because, well, like in my garage, it won't. It'll freeze. Oh, but that's just garage heat. heated. Yeah. yeah. You got to get that cold barbell burn on your neck. Oh, geez. You hit the shower afterwards. Yeah. It just stings. Oh, sounds it's, terrible. It's great. <laughs> Let's know you're alive. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks a lot, man. Thank you. And thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. We'll see you next week for another episode of the Up Before You podcast. Thank you, everyone, and have a great day.